love, love doesn't disappear. It just, it changes form It families change structure. Sometimes um, people have to, you know, grow and, and unfortunately, you know, things end technically, but I, I do think I love, I've heard a lot of stories like that where it comes back around and um, you know, nothing is forever. No, nothing's forever, but I also say to the people that reach out to us and saying that my spouse is not doing this or is doing this, which is not in a good way, I always say, ask yourself, would you be 100% honest with your spouse? Would you want them to be 100% honest with you? Yes. If the answer is yes, then you you both have to be 100% honest with each other. I think that's that's what saves marriages a lot of times, is being honest with one another and being... Just talking. Yeah. Talking shit. Get it out there. Just talking. It's so underrated. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love having you guys on. I'm happy you guys are here, and I hope you keep coming. Well, I, my name is Roger, if you don't know already, and my beautiful wife, Nina, is next to me. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you this week, you know? We've we've worked less and less together. Yeah, we've been working our butts off separately. I'm on the road, and you've been here doing stuff on the road as well, and I'd be here, whatever the case may be. But you would think after spending a year of the pandemic, literally, like, stuck hip, how is that saying? Hip by... Stuck at the hip? Yes. <laughs> joined at the hip. <laughs> joined at the hip with you. I wouldn't miss you. But for some reason, this week has been tough because we haven't been spending that much time together. You've been working outside the house. I've been working differently. Like it's been, um, I enjoy it. Yeah. What's that? Uh, absence makes the heart grow stronger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I still, you know, I miss you. Yeah. I miss you. Speaking of heart going stronger, have you guys been trying to think of something to do as a special date with your special someone or wifey or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever the hell it is. You should be. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a spouse or a significant other, you should be thinking of these things. Well, we still have our date boxes. And I don't know if you know much about these, but uh, we put together a nice little date box. It's called the Art Edition. And you have, uh, we set up you know, everything so that there's no mess. There's a tarp that goes on the ground. You put your canvas on the on top of that thing. You s- splash some paint either on the canvas or on yourselves and you be the paintbrush. So it's basically very artistic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it says, art edition. It's artistic. It's art. It's body art. Absolutely. Absolutely. So something for you guys to have fun with. We even, after you're done that, we even put a nice little loofah in there so you can go continue the fun in the shower while you clean all that paint off. 
we did it a couple of times actually, and we enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. A lot of our friends who did it, um, we got a great feedback. They loved it. So I think it's something for you to try now. Yeah. We have a few of them left. So you, if, you, if you're interested, you can go to our website at hohshow.com and place your order, choose your colors, and I'll have it sent over to you or delivered personally, depending where you are. <laughs> but we also have a winner of our contest. Yes. That we did for Valentine's. So we did a little... Um, it was a giveaway it? contest. Yeah, giveaway. That's the word I was looking for. And yeah. uh, we have this beautiful woman named Bonnie who's been supporting us right from the beginning. Yep. And uh, she is our winner. So her Instagram is B-O-N underscore B-O-N-Y-E-G. That's right. She's Bonnie from Edmonton. She's a really, really super, super person. And she won. Yeah. She actually did everything that we uh, we asked. had asked. And yeah, baby, you're the winner. So we'll be sending <laughs> that out. We'll have to get your information, but uh, we'll do that. Uh, and up next, we have this amazing fitness apparatus. This basically is what Nina and I have been using all year. For the most part, that's pretty much been our gym because everything's been, been closed. Throughout the pandemic. So what comes with that, we have this amazing little apparatus that goes onto a door, it connects to your door without having to screw anything. It just kind of slides in the top and the bottom and it's got bands on it. So you can do all, or cables, I should say, to do all kinds of exercises, uh, which Nina and I will put together a bunch of them for you, um, along with some suggested meal plans or- That's right. Clean eating. It's not a diet. It's clean eating. Pretty much everything I, I make on the Instagram. If you follow me in my Instagram stories, you'll see that I make fresh meals every day. And that's how we keep, you know, our little tight shape, <laughs> I'd like to call it. Yeah. And yeah, you'll have that for free with it. And then you'll also have, there's some, what do you call them? Booty bands. Resistant bands. Yeah, we got you a, could call them booty bands. Yeah, we got a custom booty band. like bands. It's got the Head Over Heels logo on it and everything. These are great. There's three of them, three different tensions. And of course, one of my favorites and one of Nina's favorites. That's right. Our ab roller. That there is actually on its way, should be almost here. So as soon as those come in, uh, we will be ready to ship them out. So again, you can go to hohshow.com. And hit shop, and you'll see all the, uh, you know, the fitness, the the. Um, well, the systems you got to pre-order, so yeah. yeah, you got to pre-order that now, and you get that, you get the system, you get the ab roller, the resistant bands, as well as my seven-day fresh, clean eating meals of recipes in there for you. Um, it's a really incredible system. Yeah, I've been using it for the entire year. I mean, like I said, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I've, we've been using this all year round. You can go back all the way from last year. You'll see my stories. This is how we keep our shape. Yeah. And I'm not bragging. I'm not saying, you know, this, we're perfect, but damn, I'm bragging. I got works. a hot ass wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ripped. I'm still ripped. And I'm, it's been a year of pandemic. So I don't care what it is. There's no excuse. You could do it if you really want. And I'm here to prove that you can get it done. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's all there for you guys. If you guys want it, go get it. Um, and if you don't, then have fun. <laughs> Basically, and the basic reason why we're doing all this stuff is to help support this podcast. Because as you know, this is we're doing this for free. This goes out there. Actually, it costs us money to do these things. So putting out these systems and the date box, all that stuff is just to help fund this podcast right yeah but we're also doing a lot of good in the world so you're supporting us in that we're, sense. you're supporting us but 
and and in essence, you're supporting all the everybody out there that needs this podcast, which are a lot of people. Absolutely, it's crazy how many people. You know, you don't know that they're out there like you until you do something like this. Yeah, absolutely. All the emails and messages that we're getting, I am so happy to say that there's so many people out there like us that want their relationship to continue to work for better. And what what better feeling is there than this, knowing that there's someone out there like you yeah. that want positive energy in this world just mm -hmm. as much as you do. Absolutely. And they I'm want, really, to, really, and they want really, to be head over heels for each other. As, yeah. And you know what? They say... You should be surrounding yourself with people, like-minded people, and this is the best way for us to do this. Absolutely. To surround our, our, ourselves with you, <laughs> like-minded people that love our podcast. So thank you again for joining us. Absolutely. So that's our thing. Our thing is all about giving you guys value. So we're trying to give you guys value in the podcast. We're trying to give you value in the date box because uh, that would be a really fun thing to do and a good surprise for your spouse. And that betters your relationship. Yeah. Really. And- of course, the, the fitness apparatus. I mean, you, you look good, feel good. You know what I mean? Like you want to feel good about yourself. Work. I don't care what anybody says. When you look good for yourself, you feel good. In turns, you're going to feel good for your spouse, for your partner that is in love with you, that you're in love with. Why not look good for each other? Yeah, that's why we call it all you head know? over heels because they're all a key of getting head over heels. You got to be head over heels for yourself before you are for somebody else. Yes. There you go. That is right, So baby, baby girl, we got... A very fun guest. Yes, we do. This person here, I've been following for about three, four years. I met her through a mutual friend of ours, we, which we both love. Yep. Now, this woman is really incredible. The reason why I love her so much, she knows so much about relationships. And she has. she's not afraid of expressing her mind and her views and her, her point of views as a woman. Uh, and she puts them in, in those little squares on Instagram. And I've been following her and I've been loving them. Yeah. Uh, she's so inspiring. She's so smart. And she helps women that are going through a lot of a lot in their yeah. life. Well, we met her through a, a mutual friend. Yeah. So we never met her. We just know she's a friend of a friend from up from Wisconsin. And I know our friend is absolutely gorgeous and she's absolutely gorgeous. So I want to ask her, I should have asked her in a podcast, what they put in the water in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that, Julie? <laughs> so, you know, without further ado. We're going to welcome Julie, but for, and before she comes in, I wanted to say a little bit about Julie. Julie Harper is a, an amazing writer, an artist, a mother of triplets, you guys. She's a mother of tri triplets. That's crazy. Two boys and a girl. She's a founder of I Am Her, which is a movement born out of her own rock bottom, you know, that seeks to free women into full and wild, studying truth of who they really are and why they are here. In addition, through both her work and personal experience, she has created a space specifically for women going through all stages of hardships, from relationship endings to, you know, the significant life transitions. She is really an incredible woman that inspires other women to do better for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's why we, we wanted her on here. Because, I mean, a lot, I think a lot of our listeners, most of them are women. And, you know, you got to feel empowered in your own skin and feel, love yourself. And this is what Julie comes in. She comes Be in a to strong, show you that empowered woman and she's an incredible yeah. coach as well. She comes in and show you like you could do it no matter what you've gone through. It mm -hmm. can be 
the wild and strong yourself that you're meant to be. Yep. And, you know, she lets your light shine. And I love that about her. So again, without further ado, please welcome to our beautiful show. The beautiful. Our, yes. Julie Harper. There you go. So welcome to the show, Julie. We're so happy to have Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm excited to do this. This is awesome. Well, you know, I've been stalking you on Instagram for past, I think, three or four years. <laughs> and that's how we met. Um, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about you, what you do and your story and how all of this happened for us. I, all this, I am her. <laughs> I am her. Um, well, first, I don't really ever know completely what I'm doing in life. I am her is um, was born out of um, the time when I got divorced. Okay. So, um, it was, and I, I, we had talked about this before, but really what I am her is, is I, I spent my life, um, fairly, I would say judgmental of people. Um, and, uh, I, I was, I grew up in a religious, somewhat religious, I would say, um, household. And, uh, I wanted to be a good girl. That was what I thought was most important. And in that, um, I spent my life saying I would never be like that. I would never be like this. I would never be like her. And I ended up going through all pretty much sadly, uh, most of the, the, the big things that I judged in other people, specifically in women. Um, but in that I, I, I started learning and growing and writing and I was not a writer before. Um, I barely read books before, um, <laughs> Are you kidding? You yeah, no. from from, I mean, from I your read, blog. I read, yeah, <laughs> from your blog, you sound like you're a, like I've been doing this all your life. No, no, it's amazing. Not. I mean, I read People magazine, but sometimes those articles were too long too. So, um, yeah, it was definitely a new a new thing. But yeah, I, I started reading and learning and posting, and and it just sort of grew into this um, this thing, this community of this online community of people, um, men and women, but, um, uh, obviously more women than men. Right. Um, and yeah, it's been really, it's been a really cool, cool ride. Well, I'm, I'm in love with your blog. Um, I can relate on so many levels to you. I also come from a Christian household that we were brought up. You have to be a good girl and all the good things that you just mentioned. Um, also judgmental somewhat in, in, in different ways. And, and that's what I think I related to you so much. And I think that's why a lot of women relate to you, to your message. Now, I want you to talk to us a little bit about your, I know you talk about divorce a lot and, and about how you've overcome all those, um, all that time in your life. Tell me how long were you married for and how did that go by? Yeah, um, I was married for 10 years. We were together for 14 um, we met my freshman year of college. So I went from high school to college and yeah, met freshman year. Um, we dated through college and got married right after. Um, so he was really the, the only person I ever dated. Um, right. And, and we were young and, and we did what we thought we were supposed to do. Um, I, I think that I, at the time I look back and wanted to be saved. I didn't want to have to learn to be on my own and learn what it means to be an adult. I kind of, I did want to miss those steps. Um, mm. So 
I got married and, um, and I would say at the time, um, it seemed like the right thing. You know, I married the all American Christian athlete. Um, and that seemed great. And it, uh, I would say in that, um, and how old were you then when and you I'm, got married? I was 23. So met when we were, I was 18 and then engaged at 22, married at 23. Okay. Um, which now I look at 23 year olds and I'm like, I mean, they're infants. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so I'm like, please don't. <laughs> no. Um, but um, yeah, so we were married for 10 years. Had I had uh, triplets at 28. So I had a wow. somewhat surprise pregnancy. Um, and there were three. And surprise, surprise, surprise. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then, you know, I think anything that, you know, and during that time, I would say I also, you know, I'm, we're growing up. I mean, we're kids, we're, we're learning, we're growing. And I did a lot of pretending. Um, I think I, I wanted my life to look perfect. Um, I wanted it to look a certain way. So I worked really, really hard to preserve that, that image. I mean, it's, it was exhausting. I was, um, I would say it, there's just a sadness that comes with that and a lack of connection with, with other women, um, with people in general. Um, but so then going through having the kids, um, that was trauma self and then anything that's not working before triplets in a marriage is not going to be working afterwards. So <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> um, it's kind of, you went, you went in full force, like right after, right after high school, get into college, I'm going to get into full fledged relationship. They don't want to have kids. I'm going to have them all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hurry up and get this thing over <laughs> done with. That's it. Well, you did it the right way. I all think, or nothing. Yeah. I think exactly. around that time. Um, and that was what, how, how, how long ago was that? 15 years ago was 14 years ago when you had the triplets. This, what, what's that? Your um, triplets. How old are they? 11. So yeah, so th that time, uh, myself as well, growing up in my 20s, it was a norm to get married in your early 20s and to start a family. It's something that's normal that we don't see that often right now. People are waiting till they're yeah. way over their 30s to get married. And, you know, some women are having babies in their late 40s too. <laughs> so that yeah. back then was a normal for us too. Not to my family. My family, my, my parents got married on their 25th anniversary. I was legal to drink at their wedding. Yeah, you're an exception. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my. <laughs> well, how old were you guys when you, when did you get married? I was 27 <laughs> and he was 30 when we got married. Okay. Um, but we met, I was 21 and he was 24. So we met pretty young as well. Okay. Um, never mind. I pushed him to get married like right away. Yeah. It was like three <laughs> weeks after we met. She's like, ah, so you think we're going to get married? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know that's all I knew as well like my parents had been together for all their lives since they were young they had nine children and I mean my mom put up with a lot of bullshit from my dad because of us so all I knew was you know the family the family yeah. the Christian family they you know they're getting married being together but I love you for not getting married right away because we got to know each other for those six years of our dating you know yeah. I got to know that is yeah. this the guy that I really want to spend the rest of my life with or I have other options out there. You know what I mean? So I kind of yeah. weighed my, uh, but this is not about us. This is about you. This is your show. <laughs> no, I, mean, I love this conversation because I want to learn from you guys too. What would you say? Let me just ask this. What would you say is the secret? And you can have different answers, obviously. But what is, if you could say one thing that's the secret to as long as you guys have been together, what is, what's the secret? 
I, I, I believe in my, in my opinion, I mean, he could have his own opinion about this. I believe it's the, um, the vulnerability. And I know you talk about that a lot. We yeah. are transparent. I mean, Julie transparent with each other. Everything that I have that I know, he knows about and vice versa. Um, we don't keep any secrets. If it's yeah. good or bad, we're sharing it together. And another secret I think is that we're growing up together. We are yeah. growing up in every stage, every season together. That means if I'm in a, in a, if I'm doing something in my career, he's in there with me. He's in there full force and I'm vice versa with him. So we don't, a lot of times in a relationship, we meet when we're young and then we think it's all, you know, strawberries and chocolates, but we grow out of that stage. One of us yeah. goes further than the other. With us, I think we've gone together throughout the yeah. 24 years that we've been together. Yeah, I think, what I, do think, you think? I was just going to say um, challenges, new challenges, change. That kind of stuff, get, getting out of your comfort zone every once in a while, and we've yeah. uh, we've managed to do that. I mean, you know, we at the beginning we started a little bit of a long long distance relationship. Well, not at the beginning, but after after a year or so of dating, we did a little bit of a long long distance relationship. Yeah, and then three years actually dating. Me moving down here was a big big step for me and new career, new this, new that, all kinds of stuff. So I think that was your first challenge yeah. ever because he had he had lived in the same city his entire life. Yeah. So. After I was dating for three years, I moved away. So he had to make a hard decision. Is he going to stay where he's he's lived his entire life with his family? Or he's going to, you know, have a new adventure with a new with a girl that he's in love with? So he decided that's what he wanted to do. Good so choice. Can, Big changes. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I would agree with you that we've gone through a lot of challenges together. What do you think your, I guess, I mean, you don't have to answer this if you don't, but what was your breakdown in your last marriage? What do you think kind of ended it? Well, there was some, um, yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, I mean, I think it was over time. Um, definitely there was, I married everything that I wasn't. Um, and so I think that I was trying to, I was trying to complete myself, um, through marrying somebody that was everything and good at everything that I wasn't. Um, and I think that as I started to, um, grow and evolve. Um, I think that, yeah, I out, I don't want to say I outgrew. I just, I feel like we were just very, very different people. And I think, you know, I'm, we were the extreme. So like, I'm more of a free spirit, creative musician that, and he is the opposite majored in math and is very structured and all of that. And I think that you know, initially that attracted us for sure. Opposites attract, but right. for us, it just wasn't, um, you know, we didn't allow each other to be who we are. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, um, there was some really um, yucky stuff, you know, just some uh, controlling things, some very volatile, there was a lot of volatility and it just became very clear that it just was not, we just couldn't continue. Yeah. Um and so, yeah, I was going, I was going through your Instagram and stuff and I see a lot of your quotes and all that stuff. And it all, it almost looks like I correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost looks like you kind of yeah. grew into yourself afterwards. Like you started yes. finding yourself afterwards. Like you didn't have the chance to do it while you were married possibly. And then now you're, you're kind of finding yourself now yeah, and growing stronger. Yeah, and doing definitely. All stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think fear too. I was a very fearful, anxious person prior to the kid having the kids. And that was such a, I mean, that experience, you know, I was in and out of the hospital and just very scary things. And it was, you know, the kids were born really early. So we spent, you know, months and months in the hospital. And I think, 
going through that and your children, you know, their lives, everybody's lives are on the line. Yeah, I yeah. think that it, cha- I mean, it changes you. Um, it just changed and it changed me. And I became, I started to get rid of fear um, my own fears. And in that I just, yeah, I, I just started taking more risks and finding out who I was, but yeah, it wasn't until after that. Yeah. Well, I always say what doesn't kill you, make you stronger. And when, when you go through a big trauma, I think if you come out of it straight and, you know, um, with your head straight that you can do anything in life. So you had three children at once mm-hmm. and uh, that's that uh, on its own, it's a trauma and being married so young. And like you said, um, it was so powerful that you said that you you married everything that you weren't. Mm-hmm. When you have kids, a lot of people don't realize when you have kids, the world changes. Everything changes around you. I you know, you become true. a totally different person, not alone. Your so, perspective changes. Absolutely. Too, yeah. So having go, going through that, I think, you know, I would know. I don't know how I would handle triplets. I mean, we have kids that are very close in age, two of them, but. We wished for twins. I mean, we didn't get them. I was like, after uh, three months after my daughter was born, I'm like, baby, let's have a second one. Let's go. I want to have twins. <laughs> it happened 15 months apart. And they're like twins. That's not a joke. It's not. 15 months apart. No, I literally raised twins for like four years when they were babies. They yeah. were both in my arms all yeah. the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. But they're amazing now, like the way they get along and everything. So what's your, your uh, like the, the triplets, is that all boys, girls, like I didn't. I don't see any of that on your side. I have two boys and a girl. Easton, really? Griffey, and Isla. My nice. little crew. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> well, you're very lucky. Very, very lucky. I mean, even if with one child, everybody's, I find people are you lucky when they have bang it out one pregnancy. Look at you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Multitasker. Yep. So how long have you been divorced now? Um, it's been about, I was trying to figure that out. I think it's, it'll be eight years in October. Wow. Eight so, years. yeah. So it's been, it's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> So now let me ask you this question. Now that you've gone through that, what are you looking for in a relationship and the new relationship to avoid what you didn't, you know, to avoid divorce pretty much or go through what you went through? Yeah, I feel, well, I feel like it's taken, I mean, it's taken seven years and I've dated, you know, I've dated, I've been in a couple of relationships um, and it has taken um, me doing the things like I've really had to create the life that I love. Um, it wasn't until then. And I'm in a relationship now, um, this, I met him this last year and I wouldn't have been ready for him before. Um, I, I really did have to, I mean, it's as cliche as it is. It's like, I had to complete myself and that doesn't mean I'm good at everything. I know what I'm not good at, but I, I genuinely love my life. I've created a very full life that, um, I've been able to bring somebody into. And I think too, you know, I'm in the music creative side and he is in, I mentioned to you guys, he played soccer for a long time and now he's a coach. And I think even before, before now, had I, did I, had I not had my own stuff, I wouldn't be able to support him in the way that I do. Um, I wouldn't be able to appreciate what he does because I would always feel like it was taking away from what I was doing or I wasn't quite there yet. So I think it's given me just a, um, yeah, I'm just in a place where I can, I can be a partner, which I don't think that I was a good partner before. I really don't. I love that. Well, you know, you know where you stand, you know, who you, who you are and then you don't have to worry about changing it for anybody. You're just going along now. I mean, most of our audience are married and probably mostly women mm-hmm. and I mean, not all of them, but there's a few of our 
friends that we talk to that are having a little trouble in their marriage, I find that they, um, they kind of depend too much on the husband for everything, okay. whether it's work, whether it's anything with, with to do, to do with life going away, that kind of stuff. So how can you, how would you tell a, a woman how to kind of find herself without having to end her relationship, without having to, yeah. you know, just be you and, and let him be him and just live together? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Um, well, first I would say, um, you know, el eliminate, uh, I always look at like the, the actual health of the relationship. So like things like abuse and, you know, control and narcissism and all of those things that, you know, we deal with those are, I do think it's important to first check and make sure that those things are not in existence only mm -hmm. because there's, you're going to be banging your head against the wall, no matter what you do. If that, if those things are at play, it's very hard to make personal progress. Um, it's so, um, I would say that first, but you know, I think because of our world is, it is so connected in many ways. And there are, you know, people sharing a lot of things, especially women, um, we're sharing a lot, I think, reading and watching, you know, following people on social media that are inspiring and, and empowering, um, having your own life. Like I, there's no way around having your own things, your own loves and passions. Otherwise it does create that codependency and you end up resenting people for not meeting needs that you don't express. Um, uh, I think we just all have to have our own our own thing. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. thing. Thing's not the right word. Um, but just our own, yeah, our own things that we love and enjoy so that we're not putting all of that on another partner. Well, I do think that's very, very important. Cause I mean, the, if you don't have your own thing, then that's kind of where the resentment comes in because, yeah. you know, let, let's say you, you're talking about your music. If you never tried to play that field, you're going to think that it's because, of this life that I had to take care of him and take care of the kids that I didn't get a chance to do this. So, I mean, yeah, to go out there and, and sow your oats yeah, and find out what you're, what you want, what you're, what you want to be as a person. I, yeah. I, I love that. I love what you said too, because I, I recently read one of your um, blog and I think I messaged that to you because I just felt it. Every, every word you said in that blog, like a uh, blog, my, my, um, I had goosebumps. I was feeling, I was so relating to your blog and I'm going to read a little bit of it just, and I want you to elaborate a little bit more on that just for my, yeah. our listeners to hear it. You said, if a relationship is ever going to work, both people have to want it. Both people have to wholeheartedly want it and choose it every single day. There's no room for begging. There's no room for rolling your eyes or eye rolling. There's no room for one continuing to punish the other for past mistakes or dragging the other to therapy. There's no room for believing that the other is fucked up, is the fucked up one. You both are either, you either want it or you don't. Can you elaborate on that? Because I do believe in every word you said there. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like I get that a lot with women. Women are like, yeah, I've been in therapy. I'm going to therapy. You know, he came three times, to, you know, and, you know, a year ago and we're trying to, I feel like I'm begging him, dragging him to like, do something, take initiative, plan a date, do something. And I just, it just doesn't work unless both people want it and want each other. Like we have one life. Um, you know, it's, 
if two people aren't all in, it's, it isn't going to work. And, or, or you could stay together and somebody's going to be unhappy. Um, yeah, it just, there's just no room for that. And I respect, I really respect men who um, are a partner and they show up and go, yeah, babe, like whatever we have to do, like, I want you, this is worth it. Um, I just, I respect that so much because it's not, a, it's, it's rare. Yeah. Well, I mean, and a lot of times too, like if you look at the couple itself, if like when we yeah. had our kids, when we first had our kids and all that stuff, we were pretty much homebodies other than work. I would go to work. Yeah. She would, she was doing hair, but mostly from home. So she was working all day. I was working all day. We'd come home. We'd jump on the couch, watch some TV, do whatever we had to do and repeat tomorrow and the next day and the next yeah. day. So taking the initiative to go out of your way and let's say like you're saying a date night, that kind of stuff. You're so used to doing just nothing yeah. that it's not going to, it's not going to explode right away. And all of a sudden he's going to be the most romantic guy in the world or yeah, she's going to be the most but romantic. But I was also really involved in your work and you were really involved in my parenting style and my working from home. So yeah, it's yeah. not like we were. No, no, I'm, I'm not talking about, I'm not necessarily talking about that. If we oh, were okay. very involved with each other, I'm just talking about like the taking the initiative to do new things might take a little while. It's not something that a guy is going to jump up and say, okay, now I'm this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to, like, even with us, I I wasn't doing all kinds of nice things. And I was just coming home, doing whatever, eat, dinner, sleep, wake up the next day and the, the, the same thing. It wasn't until we got a little bit more involved in each other and saying, okay, we should yeah. start going on vacations together. We should start doing this together. We should start, you know, yeah. getting getting us closer. So, yeah. it, it's I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. You got to slowly kind of… You got to know because… Talk about it, get there. After, like, having kids, like, you have triples. We had little ones that were, like, yeah. twins. That alone can take a toll on you. So mm -hmm. I'm working, you're working on your own, I'm working on my own. We're either going to go separate ways, living together, or we're going to yeah. get involved in each other's lives. And, and that's when we decide, like, we need to get involved more. We need yeah. to be more alone, take more vacation, do things, even if it's just the two of us, so we can learn about each other and grow together. Yeah, grow yeah. together is the main thing. Like, you, 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 you want some changes in your life? Because we we've done many, many changes, drastic changes in our life. Yeah. And it's something we got to talk about and both agree on it. Yeah. You know, at least partially, both agree. But I also believe that it's both ways. It's not just women. I know a lot of women are more, they more they voice more their opinion a lot more than men do. So our voice is more out there in terms of, yeah. oh, he's not doing this. Now. But men have the same issues. I know a lot of my guy friends, they come to me asking me, I wish my wife would do this. I wish my wife would more yeah. involved with me. I wish my wife would, you know, go out with me and the guys as opposed to staying at home and say, you know, like there's yeah. a lot of things that us women don't do for our men as well. So it's like, it works both ways, like you say in your blog. It has to be both ways. Both people yeah. have to eat the shit together and, yeah. you know, whatever it is, do it together. Yeah. 100%. So how did this whole I am her get started? You, yes. you explained it to us a little bit before. So what, uh, how did yeah, it become I mean, a thing? Yeah, it started with me, you know, reading, learning and re like I when this is when Instagram, I mean, I'm sure it was around way before I discovered it because I'm always the last to know. But um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I started an Instagram account and I made my mom and my sister follow me because I didn't have any followers. Um, and I started reposting other people's things. Um, there's actually a guy named Mastin Kip who for whatever reason, during my divorce and when I was, you know, suffering in silence, um, he, I would look at his stuff every single day and he would get me through and how he did. I don't know why his particular voice or work resonated with me, um, but it did. 
And, and so I started kind of posting his stuff and then finding people that he was, you know, reading and following and whatever. And that's really how it started. I started posting the things I was learning. And then in that, I, I started to realize that the way other people were saying things wasn't exactly how I felt. And so I just found my own voice somehow. And I mean, there's, there was no shortcut to that. I mean, I look at stuff that I posted years ago and I'm mortified. I look at stuff I wrote (laughs) a year ago and I'm like, what in the hell was I even saying? You know? So it's, you just, I've just allowed myself to learn and grow and change my mind and change my view. And, um, and I've just, I have come to a place where like my worth and value isn't at stake anymore. So I feel a lot more free to just express where I'm at and, and trust that my intentions are always good. I mean, I piss people off all the time, I'm sure. Um, and then do. also, you know, <laughs> the opposite messages of, you know, thank you. So I love that. And I think that's why I, I well, as soon as I've we, I met you through a mutual friend. I started following you. I saw your stuff. I know you don't think they were that great. I've been following you for years. And every season has been, I've been relating to what you're saying. Oh. And I share your stuff all the time, especially with my girlfriend, who I believe they need it. They need to hear your words and what you're saying. Because we all go through the same things, Julie. We all have same yeah. exact same life, just di- living it differently, you know? Um, there was someone that, I'm not sure who it was, Tony Robbins and another person they were doing an interview and Tony Robbins was saying something and the other person was saying the exact same thing, but in different kind of language. Yeah. yeah. But they were both saying, like saying the exact same message. And us women, we all have the same message as well. We yeah. just sometimes don't know our voice. Like you said, you, you found your voice and I'm so glad that you did. Yeah. And I hope you never stop because you're incredible. Um, a lot of times you inspire me to write shit that I love writing. I love reading writing past 10 years has become my, uh, my go-to things to clear my mind, you know? Yeah. So I see your writing and it inspires the hell out of me and I want to do it more often. And I think you have a lot of women doing that. I and you were doing that. some public speaking and stuff like that before? Or yeah. Before all this bit, pandemic? Yeah, <laughs> yeah before, before the pandemic. Yeah, I, I have. And that's been, you know, another thing too, where you just like, I never, that wasn't a plan. I wasn't, didn't want to become a speaker, but I think it's just all been a very natural extension of what I do. I don't think I'm the best speaker by any means, but I, um, yeah, I can show up and be real and it's either going to resonate or, you know, it's not, and I'm okay with that. And so, yeah, that's been a good, it's challenged me to get out of my own comfort zone. I feel like I'm always reaching that place and then going, Oh, you know, shit. Now I've got to go, I got (laughs) to do something different, you know, or stretch myself. So I think this yeah. is your calling. I think this is definitely your calling and you're needed in the world. You're needed in a positive way, way in the world. You know what I mean? And I think you should push it more. It's great what you're doing. It really is. Thank you guys. Appreciate now, that. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Now I want to ask you a question. This is called the head over yeah. heels show. We want everyone to, and to come to our show to be head over heels over their, you know, their life, their relationship, however yeah. that looks. Can you tell us, what would your ideal head over heels relationship look like with your significant Ooh, other? Um, my ideal head over heels relationship. Um, well, I feel like I'm in it for the first time. And, and one of the things that I don't think that I valued before that I do now is like kindness. Um, I'm with a very kind person who I feel really safe with 
Yeah. I mean, the, the, the safety and the trust, like the emotional, like that's never, it's, it, it just is, it's very like peaceful. Like I feel like I'm in a, a place where I get to be who I am. He um, loves who I am. I love who he is. And it just feels, I feel free to be all of it, to, to be truly who I am. And, and so when I look at him, he's somebody that um, is very different than people I've dated or, you know, been married to before. <laughs> um, he is just, uh, again, kind, but we really, I think we respect each other. Um, and so, especially when, you know, I'm doing work like I do, which I talk a lot about relationships and all of these things, the whole point of what I do, even in the divorce coaching, um, is to get, we all want love. Like it isn't to, it isn't just because of women empowerment and all that we were wired for this. We're wired for what you guys have in a relationship where you can be head over heels for each other. And that's why you get out of certain things that aren't going to give you that. Um, you know, and so, um, yeah, I think it's, it's a relationship that allows both people to be who they are in the world and to evolve and grow together. Um, obviously there's sex, there's the, all, all of those things, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, I love it. I really love it. I think being who you are and letting them be who they are is the ultimate relationship goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You want to be with a person that they're 100% themselves, not pretending to be somebody for you or for that season or for that year, you know? Yeah. 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 And, you know, like get, yeah. finding yourself, I mean, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. So, I, you know, it, it's almost better. Yes. We should write a memo to our creator and say, you know what, we should have, we should, <laughs> like, I mean, if you're, you're, you, you, you find yourself and by the time you're in your 40s, this is where, where you Kind of, I don't know if you're in your 40s yet. I'm just talking for me. We're in our, we're in our 40s. <laughs> but you kind of find yourself. I, and this I, is I, this is where people should be getting married and and starting a family is almost like in their 40s. Like I was yeah, saying, we, we should write a letter to our creator and say, okay, can we make the uh, the baby making stages of a woman's life in the 40s and 50s right. as opposed to 20s and 30s? I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> because everything we're not before developed. 40 is just research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Research. <laughs> well, we Seriously. used to think we used to think our forties was the future, Julie. Um, oh, it's, it's yeah. be that in the future, in the future, in our forties. Now that we're in our forties, we're like, shit, we're just starting. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I mean, people in their twenties and thirties are, are just growing. It's so true. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they got to learn to grow together in order to yeah. make their forties and fifties be. better. You know, as, a, as a, in, in a yeah. relationship. Yeah. So, 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 if women want to, women or men, whoever want to reach out to you for help, how could you help? Can you please plug yourself? Tell everybody out there what you do and how you can help them. Yeah. Well, um, one of the things that I do is divorce coaching, um, and that everything I do. I mean, Instagram has been the best way for people to reach me. Um, everything you can do from there, you can book from there, you can message me from there. Um, and you know, really the divorce coaching is, is I'm not a divorce advocate. Um, and I'm obviously not an advocate for staying in relationships that are, you know, abusive and not the right thing. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, reaching out and, and doing some coaching around, I work with a lot of people around relationships, um, 
life transitions, um, not just marriage, not just, you know, those things, but, and a lot of, I mean, a lot of my clients come to me not to get divorced. They, they say, how can I save this? How can I, what can I do? So that is, you know, as much a part of my business, if not more than, you know, people don't come to me to just help them get divorced. So, well, I think um, think there was another one of your things I read. I don't remember where it is now, but it's about, you know, uh, how the, how you're saying like women, are looking to find themselves before they end the, the relationship. And I think that'd be a, yeah. a, if you're, if you are on that stage, should I get divorced? I don't know who I am, that kind of stuff. Go out and find yourself, go out and be who, yeah. find out who you are. And if that person doesn't fit into your marriage, then, then you can really consider if it's not right for you right. or not. Reach because- out to Julie Harper. She's going to help you go through that. She, you went through it. You know exactly what, what you know. That's what I, I say to a lot of people. They come to us because we've been in a relationship for 24 years. So we give them our secrets. I want you to give them your secrets and what not to do so they can stay yeah. in a great a, marriage. And there's a lot of relationships. Yeah. Actually, my, my cousin had it. He, he ended up passing away young, but he dated a girl for a long time all through high school and after after high school and then they ended up breaking up separating having kids with other people and then years later ended up getting back together and having a, a spectacular relationship right up until the day he passed away yeah so it, you know those kind of, and we have many stories like that of people that kind of rekindled with somebody from before because yeah. they just weren't ready for that relationship she, that was the right person yeah. but they just weren't ready for that relationship yeah yeah yes so, Grow. Oh yeah. Grow people. <laughs> do the work. Do the work. Yeah. It's being I definitely think being not attached to an outcome allows people to show up and be really truthful. So if you're, you know, I don't want people coming and saying, Well, I'm definitely getting divorced. I'm like, no, put that aside, you know, or I'm definitely gonna stay married. Just put it aside and be honest. Um, and that will lead you, if you continue to do that, it'll lead you to the right, to the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I love that. I think that you know, nothing love, love doesn't disappear. It just, it changes form and families change structure. Sometimes, um, people have to, you know, grow and, and unfortunately, you know, things end technically, but I, I do think I love, I've heard a lot of stories like that where it comes back around and, um, you know, nothing is forever. No, the not forever, bad. but I also say to the people that reach out to us and saying that my spouse is not doing this or is doing this, which is not in a good way. I always say, ask yourself, would you be 100% honest with your spouse? Would you want them to be 100% honest with you? Yeah. Yes. If the answer is yes, then you you both have to be 100% honest with each other. Yeah. I think that's that's what saves marriages a lot of times is being honest with one another and being- Yeah. Just talking. Yeah. Talking shit. Get it out there. Just talking. It's yeah. so underrated. Just talk. So underrated. <laughs> A lot of times you're like, don't talk. I don't want to hear you talk, but I want you to talk. I want you to tell me that whatever is wrong with you, tell me. <laughs> wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> see, see how I twisted that? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you make the marriage work, okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to just be watching you guys. There you go. <laughs> and I'm going to continue watching you and learn from you because I think you're incredible. I think you, uh, you're such a ray of sunshine. I, I look at, I don't follow a lot of people on Instagram and there's a reason for that. I don't want my mind to be all over the place. I yeah. try to follow and stick with the people that I find that inspire me. And you're definitely one of them. I mean, you know, I share you stuff all the time. Um, I think everybody should be following you. I really do. Thank and if you, if anyone out there that needs help, that are ha- that's having issues in their relationship, freaking don't go to therapy. Don't go to a lawyer. Go to Julie. <laughs> she can literally put you straight. Yeah. <laughs> 
So what is next for Julie Harper and I am her? Great question. Um, what is next? Well, I am, I'm finishing up. I did write a memoir, um, called I am her. So I am finishing that up. I've, I've wrote that over the last, you know, eight years. Um, and so I'm, I'm super excited about that. It's a new process. Um, so that, and, and I am in the middle of making, well, finishing a record. So, um, I have a couple of, of songs done, so I'll be down back down in Nashville and, so I'm super excited about that. Country so that's music. I was say, so, so Nashville, that means it's country music. Yeah, baby. Well, no, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. This actually, the this it is not. But no? I do have some uh, producer and some music, musicians down there that that I work with that I love. What, so. what style of music is it? Gangster rap. Um, what's that? Gangster rap. No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a rapper. I actually. Um, um, no, it is. I would say it's uh, more of an acoustic soul music. Um, Love it. Yeah. So well, I'm, I'm really uh, excited about the book or memoir. And when you were saying that, I was getting goosebumps because I'm like, I can't wait to read that. You oh, need to send me a copy like as soon as it's ready. <laughs> I will. I will. I definitely will. I love yeah. it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we love, love, love having you here. And hopefully we'll, uh, we'll come back once the book is done. Yes. Come I back to us it. all about it. People go find her on Instagram. It's I am her on Instagram, right? Yes. I am her. Yeah, I am her Instagram. How that started, I don't know, but I love it's it. Instagram. I don't Thank care you. how it started. I love it. I uh, will have all that on the show notes. Thank you again. And uh, as always, we wish you what we have. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. I want it all. You will. You're going to get it. You're getting it now. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you what we, we have. We have.